Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. I am your host, Alexander Stone. Man, I'm excited about this episode. I have one of the coolest people that I know. Uh, please welcome Pastor Mark Burns, President Trump's pastor. How are you doing today, I'm so brother? so happy to be here, man. I'm so Thank happy you. to have you. How are you doing? Wonderful. I mean, again, we're just here in um, Colorado Springs. Yeah. So many patriots. I've been following you, and God has just been using you in a mighty way. Your voice is really, really major and it's for such a time as this. You have an Esther 414 anointing over your life where you have been called for such a time as this Amen. as a young man of God. And so just thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're doing. So, man, we're just... Before we get into what we're going to be talking about in this episode, can I just ask you a little bit about who you are, your sure. upbringing, kind of your faith, and then yeah. how you got to be President Trump's pastor? Well, you know, um, I started, uh, first of all, I grew up, uh, and my mom and dad are here right now, but I grew up uh, in a pastor, uh, pastor's house. Mm-hmm. My father's a pastor, my mother a pastor, so I had, I would say, an advantage growing up in a in a in a god-fearing house mm-hmm. um, no one is perfect but you i grew up in a house that said jesus is messiah yep and they instilled that into our lives my brother and my sister um, and so i grew up always in church always you know serving the lord yep. at young ages watching my parents do it so they've been great examples and i was called to preach at 16. Um, and so um, I started preaching at 16, licensed at 17, yeah. and just served my mother and father for 12 years as a worship leader before I ever start pastoring. And then after 12 years, I was ordained uh, um, at, uh, um, um, in the Baptist organization and, um, and then grew from there. Started pastoring my first church at 26. Amen. Um, and the rest is history. That's awesome. Praise God. <laughs> so then how did you become President Trump's pastor? So I was invited people? back in 2015, um, uh, Alex, um, to go um, and to a private meeting. And most people may or may not know, but I own the second largest, I'm the founder of the second largest black-owned Christian television network mm-hmm. in America. It's called the Now, now Television yep. Network. Um, and because of that, um, Donald Trump, who was thinking about running for president, invited some of America's top evangelical Christian leaders. And I was just humbled to be one of them that, um, um, that I was invited to come and be a part. Um, and so it was in that meeting where I met him for the first time, and he said, you know, in this meeting, Christianity is under attack at the time, and that we need more leaders who are willing to step up um, and fight the faith uh, politically. Uh And he said, when I'm back in the White House, Christians will again have a friend in the White House, and that became my rallying cry. Mm -hmm. Um, I asked Mr. Uh, Trump at the time, um, President Trump at the time, that, and it's the one question that changed my life, Alex, I said there was many, because I didn't know him, I said, many black leaders that were scheduled to come to this meeting counseled. Um, so clearly there's a disconnect between you and the, the Republican Party and the black community. Mm-hmm. Are, how are you going to bridge that gap? And that one question changed my life because he was so excited to learn and to know and to, and, you know, to be inspired, which is why he, uh, his policies um, shaped um, so much of, of accomplishments that he's done for the African-American community. Amen. I mean, he is without question... Um, the most modern-day president um, that has fought for the disenfranchised communities um, such as the African-American community, the mm-hmm. things that he's done 
with historical black colleges, the things that he's done with uh, um, the criminal justice reform bill, the things he's done with opportunity zones, investments. Um, and then his before the uh, election was, um, you know, taken away from him, um, he's about to introduce the platinum plan, which is going to create uh, six million new jobs for the black community. Yep. Uh, 500,000 or a half a million black-owned businesses. Who does that? Right. Who talks like that mm -hmm. um, but President Trump? And so that's how I was engaged. I was asked to go and speak for him, Yep. actually speak for him, not as just a, you know, he was supposed to go to an event, and he couldn't make it. So he asked me to go speak for him. Man. So when I came to speak, I didn't know all the other candidates were there. I thought it was just a small event, a small gathering of faith believers. Yeah. When I showed up, you know, you know, Senator Ted Cruz was there. You know, mm -hmm. Jeb Bush is there. Yeah. You know, Marco Rubio is there. You know, so, uh, Ben Carson is there. All of the candidates are there, all but Donald Trump. So, mm -hmm. so I had to speak in his place. Yeah. Um, and uh, and the rest is history at that point. Man, that's pretty. That's amazing. Praise God for that. So we have a quite a bit of a problem at our hands in America, which yeah. is the Biden administration. We have sin, evil, racism, all these kinds of things. I did a podcast back a few months ago with. A couple guys named Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, they're the hosts of the Just Thinking podcast, and we talked about racism, and, and they call it ethnic hatred. And man, what is your view on that as a Christian, as a Christian leader who is a Republican as well? What is your view on everything going on in the race realm, Black Lives Matter, critical race theory, all of that? Well, let me say this, uh, be clear, racism and what Black Lives Matter, and uh, I mean the fight for racism and what Black Lives Matter and critical race theory are two different things. All right, uh, they are not connected. Mm -hmm. um, um, a race, a, a critical race theory, Black Lives Matter is a propaganda tool mm -hmm. used by Marxist yep. um, agenda, um, and it is not truly about advancing the disenfranchised communities in this country. Mm -hmm. um, black people in general are still behind the eight ball in regards to education, uh, economic development, um, and it's not so much America's fault at that, it's, it, it's not America's fault in today's time. A lot of our issues is within our own communities, it's yep. culturally, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so I have, from a black family, I have a black mother, black father, black grandfather, black grandmother, yeah. black great grandmother, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But yet God has allowed me to be successful because I didn't, uh, um, I didn't utilize those hatred um, tactics that Black Lives Matter um, and now critical race theory is introducing into our school systems. Um, racism is a sin. Yes. Let's just talk about it. What it is? It's from the gates of hell. Yes. It's not about white people versus black people. It is sin. It is hatred. Jesus said the two greatest commandments is the number one, love your God mm -hmm. with all your heart and all your mind. And the second greatest in this is to love your neighbor yep. as you love yourself. Amen. So but, critical race theory, Black Lives Matter, they're not love, they're hatred. Mm -hmm. And it's centered around hate. Amen. It's not about advancing or giving equal opportunity for disenfranchised communities. Um, and they're poor white people. So it's not just, again, it's about the disenfranchised communities. All right. I know there are plenty of people in uh, West Virginia and the Appalachian areas that still don't have running water today. Wow. And so um, that's a challenge. Thank you. And that's still a challenge um, even now for a lot of Americans. But racism is real because sin is real. Amen. You understand? Yep. Um, and, and it's not just about white people hating black people. Black people can hate white people. It's still racism. Yep. You know, I say it all the time. Don't call somebody a white supremacist when they're not. 
when you don't want them calling you the N-word when mm -hmm. you're not. Right. You understand? Hate is hate. Sin is sin. Mm -hmm. And so for us, from a biblical standpoint, we should deal with it um, from a, 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 a biblical standpoint in which that we are to tackle it using the word of God as our combat, not the color of our skin. Amen. Amen. Praise <laughs> God. That, that's amazing. I'm wearing a bracelet that says less love, more, excuse me, less hate, more love. And that's exactly what we need. We need the love of Christ to just lavish us, lavish the world. Uh, man, we are living in a sinful, evil day and age. And we need more, more people like you to stand up and, and say enough is enough. Fight for our faith. Fight for our freedoms. Fight, for, fight against the evil that is going on in today's culture. And, and stand with the Word of God yeah. in hand and say, this is the Word of God. We need to follow it. We need to listen to it. Yes. Because, man, without it... Our lives are going to be a wreck. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we got to interject the Word of God, which is why your podcast and what you're doing is so important because you're reaching the young people. You're reaching people of your generation. And I'm going to tell you right now, your generation is in very trouble. Yes. I mean, it is. We're reverting backwards. Well, why are we, re are, we, are we going back to segregation amongst our own people? There's so many people like Dr. King and Dr. Abernathy and those who came before. They didn't fight and die uh, so that we black people can go back to yep. our safe places. Mm -hmm. I mean, in other words, the segregation. There's a videos out right now where white people are sitting at a desk and black people are harassing them because they are in their safe space. And I mean, that is from the gates of hell. Yep. We mm -hmm. need people like you who are going to be bold, who are not afraid to be called a racist. Amen. Because you know you're not a racist. Oh, yeah, but you're going to speak the truth. Amen. And the truth is based off of the word of God. How can they be sent unless they, how can they hear unless they've been sent. I mean, how can they preach unless they've been sent? Mm -hmm. How can they hear unless a preacher preached to them? Amen. I mean, Amen. You, you hear what I'm saying? Yes. You got to be willing to be like the Nehemiahs. You got to be willing to take the stripes. You got to be willing to take the beatings. You got to be willing to be ostracized, mm -hmm. to be laughed at, to be ridiculed, Amen. to preach the truth. And the truth is the word of God. Alex. The truth is the word of God. <laughs> we need more people like me. Uh, like Savvy Truth over there. Yes. We need more people to just share the Word of God, to share what He is doing in their lives as a Christian, as a human. Yes. Um, and just to just to preach the gospel. Glory. Because we are called to it. Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for the Jew first and also for the Greek. We need to be unashamed of the gospel of Christ. Thank you so much for being on this episode, oh, Pastor man, what Mark. An honor. I appreciate you so much. To God, God bless you. I'm a flicker blessing over Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we bless you. Just bless this young man. Father, every door that he walks through, let it bust wide open, Father. Give him continued strength, courage, uh, Father, and people. Send him helpers who are energized just like he is, other young people that are energized just as he is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to go wherever he is called to go. And to call out Satan right where it is, even in racism. Racism comes from the gates of hell and is not the truth that our Jesus Messiah teaches and preaches. So, Father, we bless him. We bless his life. We bless his future. We bless his finances. We bless his health. And this show, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. It is so. Thank you so much, amen. Pastor Mark. Thank you all for listening. And God bless you all and goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.